0: Hello, you're listening to The Ark, a five-minute podcast dedicated to chronicling life in the natural world. In this episode, we're heading into the dense, humid rainforests of Colombia to learn more about one of the most poisonous amphibians on the planet, the Golden Dart Frog. For centuries, the indigenous Embera tribe, a riverine people, have lived successfully off the rainforest, fishing along the rivers with their much admired canoes, the craft of which is a rite of passage for the men of the tribe. The tribesmen have also prowled the dense rainforests, barefooted, blowpipe in hand, waiting to shoot a deer, the pig like peccary, or perhaps up in the canopy, a monkey or a forest bird with a blow dart that has been dipped in the poison of the brightly coloured golden dart frog. When the poison enters the animal's body, it prevents the nerves from transmitting impulses to the brain, causing paralysis and shortly after, heart failure. The poison is so deadly that each golden tree frog carries enough toxins to kill 10,000 to 20,000 mice. To put that in perspective, That's about 10 to 20 humans, or two African elephants. Even when the golden tree frog is not present, it can kill. They can secrete a trail of poison on leaves, that if an animal, or even a human, would come in contact with, death would soon be upon them. What I'm going to talk about next, is how the Imbera tribe extract the poison from the frogs. But before I do, I must warn you that it is gruesome so you may wish to skip the next minute. The huntsman will impale the frog with a sharp piece of wood. They will then hold it over an open fire until its skin begins to blister, creating bubbles of foaming milk-coloured poison. From this poison, they will coat numerous darts. Another method is to stick a piece of wood through the frog's mouth and out of its hind legs. This causes the frog to release the toxin in defence. When gathering the poison, the brave will be barehanded. The wary will wrap their hands in leaves in the fashion of a glove. It is a horrific process, but just one frog's poison can last for up to two years, meaning the Embedda people catch the frogs rarely, having minimal impact on their population. The toxin the frog produces is named Batrachotoxin, which derives from the Greek words for frog and toxin. Only three frogs actually produce Batrachotoxin, along with a certain species of Melrid beetle, and some of the only poisonous birds on Earth, the Pitohui, Blue-Capered Itherit, and the Little Shrike Thrush from Papua New Guinea. The toxin is, to our known understanding, a by-product of their diet. The frogs are excellent tongue hunters, notorious for never missing a shot. This is an indication of their superior brain power and vision in comparison to other frogs. The ants, spiders and millipedes they prey upon eat plants that contain poisonous alkaloids. This means that the frog has an extraordinary ability to resist, store and then use for its own defense the poison it ingests. It is suggested that the frog evolved this unique ability to capitalise from an undesirable yet abundant food source. This theory is supported by the fact that captive golden tree frogs are not poisonous and contain no toxins. This is because of their dietary changes, although it should be noted that a wild golden tree frog can store the poison within its body for up to a year, even if its diet is changed to that of a captive tree frog. Golden frogs are very sociable, living in groups of half a dozen, enjoying life out in the open since they have only one natural predator, the fire-bellied snake, which has developed a unique tolerance to the frog's toxin. The frog's bright colour, which other species of frogs have evolved to mimic, tells the diverse fauna of Columbia, I am not edible. The matching of appearance and ability has enabled the Golden Dart Frog to survive, but it is also their exemplary parenting. Dart Frogs gather in large numbers to breed. The females lay eggs on the forest floor. A male who won courtship will fertilize the eggs. A parent, usually a male dart frog, will guard the eggs from being devoured by a rival or predator. Once the tadpoles hatch, they will wriggle onto the parent's back be carried into the canopy, to be dropped into a pool of water in tree holes or plants. This will act as a nursery, where the tadpoles can feed and go through metamorphosis. The golden dart frogs are carnivores, so they will feed on mosquito larvae. Anthony's poison arrow frog will feed their froglets unfertilized eggs, passing on their poison to its young, so they too can use it as a potent defence. Once the golden dart tadpoles become froglets, their mum will lead them through the forest to an existing group of mature frogs where they will socialise, grow and mature and continue the survival of the deadly and feared golden dart frog. Thanks for listening. The Ark is created by me, Aaron Allen, and if you enjoyed the show and would like to listen to more episodes, you can find them on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts, by searching The Ark. Next time, we're going to be learning about the enchanting and very beautiful Sea Butterfly. So tune in next week for another episode of The Ark.